This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Having escaped Barovia, our heroes made it to Valakai after defeating Pie Witches. Quinny lost and regained a finger. Alan and Reginald discussed her terrifying long-term goals, and not Peter Baelish and Isabella discovered a terrifying laboratory in a church. What the hell is going on in this town? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. Quinny, you are roused from a deep sleep by um, a tapping of your foot. Um, there is a, a, a tune just sort of wafting in through the window. Uh, and as you you awake um, to uh, your, your darkened room at the the Blue Water Inn, um, you can see brilliant moonlight shining through your window, uh, illuminating the room. And uh, as you kind of rise from bed and, and follow this this beautiful melody, um, you look outside and you see a solitary figure uh, dancing. Um, and um, the figure is dancing in a way that uh, I can only describe as uh, enthusiastic and earnest. It's not um, certainly beautiful and, uh, and uh, balletic, although there is a certain grace to it, but it is also just the purest expression of dance. And it's the kind of dance that you do kind of in the mirror alone. Um, and uh, there's just the air is filled uh, with uh, the, the song, uh, Can't Fight the Moonlight, uh, just... <laughs> enrapturing you with its, uh, you know, vaguely seductive tune. Um, and uh, you feel yourself drawn to, to go join uh, this figure who seems to almost beckon to you. Um, as is always my way, I'm going to fuck this up, but can you roll the wisdom and or will save, please? Wisdom. I, I shan't. <laughs> oh, sweet. Nat 20. Whoa. Damn, son. Hey. I go um, right the fuck back to bed. I'm like, nah, no. <laughs> Hit the um, hay so hard. 
Yeah. He so, looks up and sees a moon pie and remembers <laughs> the pie shack. <laughs> so um, with an at 20, um, you, uh, you, you do fight the moonlight uh, ever so slightly. Um, so rather than just kind of like immediately leaving, you can. That said, it is curious to you because hmm. um, uh, as this figure looks at you, you realize that uh, it's the same gaze that's been, been following you now. Okay. Um, for days, but given that you again have passed your your check with flying colors, um, I'm gonna say you're in control of your actions. You're not like, oh, I just need to Compelled. go out. Yeah. yeah. Now I believe, um, just outside of character here, um, uh, this this is like a new day of play for those of you that are listening. So I just want to make sure that I still have the plan right. Is we've arrived in town. It's the first night. Tonight was the night we were going to get up in the middle of the night and assassinate the mayor, right? Or were we going to they, wait no, every that, day to that, find out where he lived? That plan was overruled, and you're going to play music. We're going to play music. And that was the full plan. Great. I love it. I, I support it 100%. <laughs> um, I thought that was just a lie to get us into the town so that on the first night we could kill the mayor, but I don't care. I'm no, because we, did, we didn't want to draw attention to ourselves. <laughs> It'd be weird if you lied to the team about it. <laughs> <laughs> like so, We have to cover up that we're going to do Reginald's plan. Reginald can't know. <laughs> <laughs> How else do you, are we supposed to get on that Ocean's 11, Ocean's 11 like level of, of heist? Um, I mean, that's more of an Ocean's 12 thing where we get to the end. You're like, haha, we heisted at the beginning of the film and the rest of this was a waste of your time. We're like... You keep Why? Matt Damon out of the loop for as long as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the the Poe Dameron of those movies. That he yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on the Martian, uh, they actually just had a ship for him. They just didn't want to tell him. They're like, we're good. It's, it's nice to be on the Great Wall. He thought he was Chinese. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> None of us did. <laughs> okay, so that's my bad. Um, sorry about that. Oh, good. Uh, so then, um, what does uh, uh, now that I've kind of, I guess, shaken out of this. Uh, trance. Um, I want to look at this person with a more sort of like critical eye. What do they look like? Um, they are um, dressed in sort of like classic ninja gear. So just like um, the full cowl, um, sort of uh, type form fitting, um, sort of uh, black material. Um, you can see like a line of uh, shrukens up uh, either arm, um, and um, they have. Uh, What's a shrukin? Uh, those are the uh, throwing stars. <gasps> okay. Yes. Um, yes. Thank you. And a, uh, a sort of a short sword um, laying in the grass nearby um, with a with a belt, uh, and they're doing the whole like uh, ninja sock sandal routine, um, and uh, just just dancing away. Um, and every every time, like they're they're a bit far away for you to actually see their eyes, but you can constantly feel when their gaze is upon you. Hmm. Through so their, there like, are moments the, the throughout the mask. dance that they are looking at me while they dance, like quite frequently in a in a very much like this is this is almost like a say anything moment. Like they're out there; they're not just dancing for themselves. They're they're clearly like inviting you to come dance. Um. I, um, I'm going to step away from the window and go out into the hall and, uh, wake up, uh, Alan and, um, Reginald. Um, so you, you sort of shake Alan and, um, she doesn't seem to wake up. She just kind of like mutters and rolls over. Leon Rhymes just got too deep in there. I mean, oh. it'll happen. Um, Queenie, can you roll a... 
think it's almost going to be a persuasion check. And uh, Alan, I'll have you roll um, wisdom as well, please. 13 on my persuasion. Yep. I'm rolling a save. Yep. Oh, nice. 26. Uh, okay, great. So, um, Alan, uh, with with kind of Quiddy's insistence, uh, you were in a deep, deep sleep. Very, very kind of like beautiful, dreamless sleep. And um, you uh, you kind of roll over and you see Quinny kind of with a finger to his lips, um, gesturing uh, to follow him. Um, and then uh, if we do the same for Reginald, please. He has okay. barricaded himself in his room. Yeah. So, so we'll you. need to figure something out. He's also booby-trapped. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're not sure how long this figure is going to be out there. Yeah. Um, I basically just mentally map out this part of the lodge mm-hmm. and know which window I need to send an Eldritch Blast through to wake him up. Okay, cool. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and I, I gesture to Alan to, to follow me outside. Uh, cool. So, um, Alan, I assume your plan is going to be to kind of hang back and let Quinny kind of do his thing, but be there for support. Is that the plan? Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. So can you roll me a stealth check, please? Both? Um, no, just, uh, just okay. Alan. Ooh, 11. Unless, Quinny, are you trying to stealth out or are you going out to, to confront whatever this is? I am going out to confront. That is the... Yeah, the, yeah. so then no, the no stealth needed. Yeah, okay. Great. Um, okay, so... And sorry, Alan, what was your check? 11. 11? Okay. Um, you'll be happy to know I rolled very badly. Uh, Yay! So you kind of, like, creep off into, um, into like, nearby refuse where there's just, like, a bunch of, like, paper mache wolves that have been discarded from the, the <laughs> jamboree. Um I just like saying the word jamboree. Um, so, um, Quinny, um, you uh, step out um, kind of into the moonlight, and uh, this figure seems so like there's just some some extra exuberance uh, to their dancing, and um, you uh, you hear them speak um, just kind of uh, like in, in slightly hushed tones, just kind of for your ears. Like, um, I've seen the soul of a dancer in you. Quinny Brownbarrow, come join me in the dance. Who are you? Just a fellow soft-stepping, dancing fool like you. There's not many of us around these parts. Come join me. We'll dance. You've been, you've been watching us, or at least me, ever since we got here, haven't you? I've been watching you ever since I saw the rhythm take control of your body in the street. In Barovia? Yes. Be amazed at how few people dance in Barovia. Truly captured both my imagination and my heart that day. And thus I've come to dance with you. What does... What does the dancing mean? I mean, I've seen the way you move, Quinny. Surely you know. It's a way to express what's truly in your heart, who you truly are. Something I suspect you often aren't able to do, nor am I. And they, like, gesture clearly to their ninja garb. (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't understand. This entire place is a nightmare. Why don't you just leave? Ah. Can you leave or are you like everyone else? I cannot. 
Spaces. You don't feel like everyone else. I can feel you looking at me. Well, I'm certainly not like everyone else. I'm like some people, though. And <laughs> like them, I can't leave. It is, uh, this can be a place of great wonder from time to time, but it is also a prison, to be sure. What happens if we dance? Why do you want me to dance so badly? <laughs> I merely wanted to experience a, a moment of, of rare joy in this blasted hellscape of a place look how free my arms are and they're just like really really getting into it and uh, admittedly Quinny, this does look like fun but also you can't tell like you can roll an insight check but like basically from where you're at right now it's hard to because like none of this feels like a lie this place is hell so if I someone's am, like i am just so unnerved by the chosen time and place for dancing the dance of life it just seems <laughs> Uh, understandably, this is a, a land yeah. of horrors and torments. Sorry, is it, what, what, what am I... Uh, insight. Insight? Okay. 14 plus zero. 14. 14. Um, they don't seem to be lying. But with the pies and 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 hearing about the death house... It's like there's always a catch or things aren't what they seem. Um, I'm going to start. I'm going to take a few steps away from this person and say, what what happens if I don't dance? Um, then you'll never be truly free, Quinny. That's how dance works. Um, can you roll me a wisdom save, please? Not a nat 20. In fact, kind of a shitty roll. Uh, that's a seven. <laughs> so, um, as, uh, Leanne Rhymes intensifies, uh, on an endless loop, um, you, why am I dancing to Leanne Rhymes? Cause you can't fight the moonlight, dude. It's, it's, it's overwhelming. It's so powerful that's and wonderful. get to your heart. Uh, it, it did. Um, you begin to, uh, you, as your, your, like your instinct is to step away, but you, you mm. find yourself. Moonwalking. Yeah. Moonwalking. <laughs> oh no. Um, and suddenly, in in like spectacular montage form, um, you you just you go full fucking flash dance. Like you just finally give in. Uh, the music shifts to kind of whatever Quinny would most like to dance to. Uh, so what what's Quinny's dancing song? If it's if it's true to like Quinny, it's mm -hmm. probably like a <clears throat> like 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 a like a Celtic kind of like country pub tune kind of thing right. that like everyone can get into. Like not not too like fancy or anything like that. Yeah, but like, yeah. Kind of like, like the kind of thing roots. you'd play in the lower decks of the Titanic. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but for Alan watching, it's Tiny Dancer. Yes, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Naturally. Um, so uh, you just start dancing away and it's wonderful. The two of you are just like dancing around each other and it's it's... Um, now that you, you, you've, you you view this person as a friend, you know, oh, you're just okay, dancing yeah. with a bud. Like, this is yeah. great. Um, Alan, I need a, uh, wisdom save from you as well, please. 19. Okay. Um, just tiny dancers playing. Quinny seems to be dancing with this person. You're not quite sure what's being said, um, at distance, um, but. He doesn't seem to be in any immediate danger. What do you think is going through Alan's head right now, aside um, from Tiny Dancer? I I would – this is unnerving, so 
I don't know what the fuck's going on. And we didn't really coordinate a plan. So, um, I just want to point to Quinny uh, and send a message to just him in his mm-hmm. mind be like, do you need help, bud? Like, what the what the fuck is going on? No, man, you don't need help. You're dancing with a bud. Am I capable of answering, or is it kind of like my? It's a. Like, is it a one way? It's a one way. No, message, you can right? answer back immediately. But I'm like my, my wisdom fail is like not just my body is like locked in movement, right? It's like my mind is is with yeah, this. Yeah, some well, kind right? of uh, spell involving charms, some kind of charm okay. spell, perhaps. Sorry, so what, what did you ask one more time, Alan, specifically? Um, do you need help? And what the fuck is going on? Uh, and, and so Quinny says, like, help. Why would I need help? This is the best I've ever felt in my entire life. What's going on? Life! <laughs> it's going on all around us and we're missing out. And as the, uh, the, the dance reaches its, its crescendo... Um, you throw back your hood in delight and, uh, your dance partner throws off their cowl, uh, to reveal the face of Strahd, uh, who smiles and just says, I knew you were the one and then sinks his teeth into your throat. (gasps) No, no, Um, no, no. Super. Alan, you see this happen. Um, your eyes go wide and then you wake up. And Quinny, you wake up in in your bed. Alan, you had just had the most horrible nightmare um, about Strahd and Quinny dancing in the moonlight, and and uh, Tiny Dancer, and like you're you just like bolt upright, like full body sweat. Um, but then you look around the room and realize you're in bed. I um. I, I I go to Quinny's room just to make sure he's okay. Uh, you find Quinny um, sleeping soundly. Um, he's uh, he's rolled over face in the wall. Um, seems to be snoring a bit. Uh, you do notice that his toe seems to be tapping. Um, but as you roll him over, uh, you see fresh bite marks on his neck. Oh, um, and I just like roughly shake him. Just like grab him by the shoulders. I'm just like, Quinny! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Um, sword out what the hell and then oh alan jeez what the fuck are you doing <laughs> meanwhile uh down in the cellar of the church uh not peter baelish and isabella have come upon a rather grim discovery um a flesh a weird frankenstein monster uh being built uh with isabella's face uh not pete you didn't get a chance to respond to this last time because we we dramatically cut to cliffhanger um so good like but this is what you see before (laughs) um so yes uh the uh the priest seems to just be sitting there sewing an arm on i mean like almost done um so not pete has kind of done that like uh you know he gasped but like hand over his mouth just to be like oh fuck shit 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 um so not pete uh, kind of like looks at Isabella, just you know, obviously like this is horrifying, this is awful, but also you're gonna want some goddamn answers, right? Like uh, if someone's uh, sewing what looks like your friend's face onto a body, you don't, you can't just leave that alone. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they teach you that in school. So, uh, not Pete has got um, a little uh, dagger and. Um, 
uh, after like not be kind of like shakes off the immediate like terror and like the uh, of what's happening. Uh, I'd like to have not Pete like sneak up on um, the priest guy to like mm-hmm. kind of you know sidle up behind him and like hold like grab him by his neck and have the like dagger at his throat and just be like what the hell are you doing? Okay, go ahead and roll me a stealth check, please. Okie dokes. <laughs> Seventeen. Seventeen. All right. Very good. Um, So yeah, you you creep up uh, behind him. He is. um, uh, You get the sense from um, the sounds you heard earlier that uh, he's having some trouble securing this arm, uh, and that it's clearly fallen off a couple times. So he's really putting in the time and the effort uh, to make sure he sews it on correctly this time. So he's very distracted. Um, You get up behind him and you put the dagger to his throat. Uh, What do you say? I say, let me lend you a hand. Just kidding. Oh, oh, by the gods. Mr. Strahd, uh, you're you're too early. Please, I I just need more time. Oh, and not Pete. It just kind of like locks eyes with Isabella and is like. She's like nodding vigorously. And just, and again, that kind of like giddiness of like getting into trouble with a friend kind of (laughs) takes over. Yeah. Uh, and not like she's, she's still like, trying not to throw up because she's seeing her face on a corpse, but like, yeah, she's with yeah, you. Yeah, of course, because she's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so Not Pete is just like, Astrad is never early, nor is he ever late. He appears exactly when he means to. <laughs> not Pete's like, I don't know where I've heard that before, but I feel like this really fits in this situation. <laughs> Uh, and he he just says, uh, yeah, yes, my dark lord, uh, I was going to send word to you shortly, but of course, uh, this is your realm and, and you can do as you please. Um, Damn, uh, right. I, I'm afraid your, 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 your Tatiana is not ready just yet. Please don't kill us all. Oh, um, once again, uh, not Pete looks over at Isabella and it's just like, okay, um, he gets back into character and also like, man, not Pete is just like missed acting so much. Like he was never, it's not like he was trying to make it a career or anything, but you know, it's like dancing. It brings you joy. Mm-hmm. Um, well, admittedly also, you've been thinking about Strahd a lot. Uh, and this is a chance to like get inside his head and see how he, you know, how, yeah, see, how he takes it. Like, exactly. Oh, I bet not Peter Baelish is pretty hot is what I would say if I was Strahd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, for, for sure. But like putting that aside because an actor prepares. Um, <laughs> uh, not Pete is like, ah, well, this was a test and you for sure failed. But there is a way you can redeem yourself. Because I want to make sure you understand what it is you're doing. I need you to explain my own plan back to me. Using your words, not mine, using your words. And <laughs> after you're done explaining it, I'll consider not eviscerating you. Okay, I need a deception check. <laughs> Advantage, because you've got a blade to his neck. What? Why? Um, okay, uh, persuasion? Uh, deception, please. Deception. Okay. Mm- Unless you are really serious about cutting his throat, in which case uh, uh, intimidation would be fine. Um. Oh, I well, I rolled a seventeen on uh, deception. So you're good. You're yeah. fine. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Not Pete has been taking some Meisner classes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, he just repeats the same line over and over and over again, then forks over hundreds of dollars. Um, Look, he's not a smart man. 
so, Meisner is the technique of the Vistani. Yeah. The uh, the the priest um, just says, "Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I really hope that she'd be ready by the, the time you found out." Um, well, it, it's just, sir, that uh, since uh, I know you haven't seen fit to visit us here in in Valakai uh, because of the, the the magic bones and such. Um, but now that those and are I'm like are, looking at like, ta- like not ta- sorry, looking at Isabella like yeah, like, I don't fucking know magic bones. Um, and then she just starts nodding and is like magic bones. Um, he's like, uh, but since since the saints' bones have moved, uh, which of course I know were, were, were a great slight against you, and I certainly meant nothing by that. Uh, uh, but I figured perhaps I could appease you by by creating um, a, a new uh, uh, wife for you in, in the visage of your 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 famed lost love. Well, uh, I mean, I guess your heart's in the right place. So is hers. I've I've looked at a lot of anatomy manuals to make sure everything is where it should be. Um, and not Pete like looks over at the body, and it's just like, I mean, yes, it's technically correct, but. I mean, like, the stitching is not great. Like, clearly this guy, I feel like he spent so much time figuring out just, like, where, like, body parts go. He didn't even bother with the artistry of it. Mm. Um, So not Pete, like, almost, like, not necessarily forgetting that he's pretending to be straw, but just, like, these are some real feelings he's having right now where he's just, like, I mean... Like, look at, what the hell kind of stitching is this? I mean, do you honestly, like, do you really think my lost love um, just had these, like, massive fucking, like, you know, these stitches aren't even, like, matching in color. Like, did you think about that? I must admit, my dark lord, thread is at a bit of a a premium here because of all the festival clothes. I had to just kind of take what I could. Uh, That's why there's so many weird, bright, Easter colors of purples and yellows in the yeah, threads. It's very pastoral, which makes it somehow much more disturbing. Um, so not Pete's um, kind of presses dagger a little bit closer to his throat. Um, and it's like, uh, tell me, where are the others that you are working with? Just kind of like shrugs at Isabella. It's like, I yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And, and she like pulls out her sword and like kind of suddenly realizes that you guys might get ambushed and like yeah. kind of turns around and is like nodding back over her shoulder at you. Uh, and he's like, it's, it's, it's just me. I, I, the, the abbots of this, uh, of, uh, St. Andrew's church have, uh, have, have been tasked with keeping the town safe for, for quite some time, generations, really. Um, I know the Burgermaster thinks it's the festivals, but it was St. Andrew's bones, and now that they're gone, I... Oh, I started robbing graves! <laughs> but it's 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 just me and, and this cursed tome I found about how to maybe bring a, a flesh golem to life. It's from the Forbidden Bookshelf. We don't have a lot of bookshelves, but it, it's on the, the top shelf to keep keep it away from the children's and such. So not Pete, obviously, like, uh, interest is Pete. And uh, uh, so not Pete, uh, like, whispers in his ears, like, what's your name? Uh, my name is uh, uh, Father Lucian Petrovich. All right. Lucy, I'm going to need you to stand in the corner facing away from me. That'll be me, Lucy with a face in corner. Uh, Yep. Um, so once he does that, not Pete like goes over. Is the the bookshelf's in the room, right? 
Um, no, but the book is. The book is. The, so, the bookshelf uh, would be like upstairs in his like cool little priest office. <laughs> um, so not Pete goes over, uh, it kind of like calls Isabella over and uh, picks up the book and looks through it. What does not Pete find? So um, it seems to be uh, inter- on, on a scale of like dark necromantic energies, uh, it's pretty low. Um, it's almost more of a marionette um, enchantment. So um, the think essentially um, a golem that he could control with um, a literal doll. So he would have to manipulate it and um, control it somewhat. Um, you uh, quickly looking around, um, you see one of those wooden um, like drawing figures um, that is uh, just sort of um, sitting in in kind of like a chalked uh, pentagram. Um, and there seems to be like some locks of hair and what looks like blood splatter on it. Um, but, uh, it seems as though it's, uh, almost a weekend at Bernie's two, um, search for Bernie's gold, uh, level of <laughs> enchantment, um, where, um, he can animate this thing enough that it can like move around without him, but it can't do any complex functions. It won't really have a mind of its own. Um, and this strikes you as strange because you feel like this is a ruse that couldn't possibly last very long. Right. Uh, and you're not sure whether that's intentional or this is just the best he has. Right. Uh, so not Pete of like uh, to Isabella's just like, so, I mean, this seems like a pretty, you know, F plus effort, right? Yeah, except he really got my face right. What the fuck is that about? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to uh, just, just a second. Like, so um, where'd you find the face, Lucy? Oh, um. Well, there, there's an art called flesh sculpting that I learned from one of the other books. Um, I had to keep casting a minor enchantment to make, make the face look like the portrait, and then I would flesh sculpt until it, it looked right. <sighs> well, I mean, now that's an A-plus effort right there. Thank you. Uh, don't thank me yet. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Tell me, Lucy... And don't you lie to me, because you know that I will know the truth that lies in your weak little human's heart. <laughs> yes, Dark Lord Strahd. Are you with me, or are you against me? Uh, no lies. Uh, he, he, he panics. Full Morty. He, he does go full Morty. <laughs> um, he just, he, he says, oh, all right, fine, but just m- make it quick. The, uh, I knew this was a long shot. And so, um, thrilled that like, okay, okay. So this dude is just trying to keep Strahd away and knowing like this could be useful. Like this mm-hmm. could be used like for deception and also just like, let's stop this guy from grave robbing. Cause this is, this is creepy as hell. Um, and not Pete just says, turn around Lucy and see me for who I am. He turns around and he's like, you are different than I thought, but equally scary. Also, oh no, you already have one? And he looks at Isabella and he's like, fuck! I had to desecrate so many graves. Oh, Morning Lord, protect me. Well, maybe Morning Lord is protecting you because you're in luck. I'm not Strahd. 
My name is not Peter Baelish. So you're not Strahd and you're not Peter Baelish? Who are you? I contain oh. multitudes. <laughs> so does she! And points at the corpse. Oh, dear God. Listen to me, Lucy. We are here to save the entire realm of Barovia from Strahd's influence. I know we've all lost many friends and compatriots along the way, but we want to fight him and we believe we have the power to finally rid this world of him once and for all, or I don't know, maybe somehow turn him over to a good side. And then it's like going to be one of those things where like, he's a bad boy, but he's actually has, he's had good in him all along. And, you know, he, he like, he, and like Pete, not Pete just like goes with this whole thing, like this kind of like fantasy of like where he gets to like be with him, but it's totally cool because he's got a redemption arc. Yeah. 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 And like Isabella's like chiming in being like, and it's, it's, it's cool. Cause it's kind of an open thing, but it means two best friends get to like hang out all the time. All the time. And then like, but also like we can also bitch about him when I'm sure he's gonna be an asshole sometimes so like we can like talk about that it's gonna be great um and like the priest is just kind of like uh-huh <laughs> we're all about redemption arcs here at saint andrews yeah that's anyway um where was i right we could use your help um we're going to need to look at the other uh, tomes that you have here, and perhaps if there's, uh, do any of your, like perhaps uh, uh, people that are, are part of your church, do they have powers? Do they know what you're working on? Are, are, are you working with any other members of your clergy in order to fight Straw? Because we could use all the help we can get. This episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell t-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and it can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S, now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this.
The hosts of Dum Dums and Dragons are 420 friendly all year round, which is why we are excited to have IndiCloud back as a sponsor. As IndiCloud gets ready for summer, they're rolling out a new product, Dank Sickles. <laughs> It's got a great name, and I've never seen anything like this before. A summertime popsicle with 20 milligrams of cannabis. These bad boys come in wild cherry and blue race flavors, and you can mix and match with a pack of five or go with your flavor of choice. Danksicles are strong enough to share, but mellow enough to take to your next beach day or vacation. And unlike your sketchy neighborhood shop or dealer, IndiCloud gives you savings on every single order. It could be through their gold rewards program, their subscribe and save deals, or our special promo code just for Dum Dums and Dragons listeners. So please, right now, get 30% off your purchase. Head to indicloud.co slash dumdums to get 30% off your first order. And tell them that Dum Dums and Dragons sent you. That's I-N-D-A-C-L-O-U-D dot C-O, not com, C-O, slash dumdums, D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S, to get 30% off your first order. And let us know how the dank sickles are. Snarf, 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 snarf. Wait, Goblin Jr., slow down. You're not wearing your translation amulet. Oh, hey, that's much better. Hi, I'm Goblin Jr., uh, beloved wolf companion of the Dum Dums and Dragons crew. And uh, listen, if you're enjoying our adventures, our, our snarfy fun, uh, you know, the adventures of, of Butthole and Quinny and Alan and Juniper and Bucky and all the rest, well, uh, listen, you'd really be doing us a solid if you'd go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. And hey, you know, if you want to help us on our adventures, uh, for as little as a dollar a month, uh, you can gain access to uh, Snarfy Discord and talk to all sorts of other fans about the shows. Uh, and you know, it just goes up from there. You can get ad-free feeds. You can uh, add your own characters. Uh, hell, you can even make an NPC at the $25 level. And you get your name in the credits at the end, which is which is a lot of fun, I'm told. Anyway, uh, you know, I don't know too much just being a wolf and all, but uh, what I do know is if you enjoy our adventures as much as uh, me and the crew like going on them, well, Patreon's a great way to help out. Uh, anyway, I'll uh, see you around, and oh, take this stupid amulet off. Snarf, 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 snarf. So um, he uh, he goes on to explain that um, he's working alone um, primarily because no one in town knew that the bones of St. Andrew were being used to um, uh, keep Strahd at bay. They're um, a holy relic that uh, was hidden uh, deep within the church. And he's been like actively keeping this knowledge from everyone, as have, have the people who preceded him, uh, largely because um, they know that if the... Uh, if Strahd were to learn of this, he would have some of his agents in some way, shape, or form come come and burn the place down and steal them. Um, incidentally, this is why Strahd has been kept away um, from uh, the town for so long. Uh, it just happened to coincide with the festivals. Right. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, the and bones the mayor was, thinks correlation equals causation. So hundo P. The, yeah, okay. <clears throat> so um, the bones were stolen a few days ago from their, their secret hiding place uh, here inside the chapel. Um, and uh, the, um, uh, the priest uh, is basically acting on a backup plan that was, has been handed down as like the, if this ever goes wrong, this is what you do. Mm. Um, so he confesses to you that uh, the flesh golem isn't merely um, a distraction uh, for Strahd. Um, he's also hidden um, an ancient relic inside, uh, deep inside the body, um, that is uh, essentially a sun bomb. Um, so it... He's not sure that it's powerful enough to kill Strahd, 
but it's the best they can get. So um, it's called uh, The Heart of the Morning Lord, and it's okay. basically a um, uh, a small um, think like a lantern um, with uh, kind of a, a pure essence of sunlight captured within it. Uh, and at the words, um, he says, oh, "This is kind of embarrassing." Uh, the, the first abbot had a, a weird sense of humor. You have to say. Uh, sunrise, sunset, baby, uh, and then it will it will detonate. So my hope was that that Strahd would accept this tribute of of his his dead love, uh, whom he he scours our realm for, and then kaboom, bitch would be my would be what I would say uh, afterwards, and then I'd put on some sunglasses and walk away looking cool, or he'd kill me because honestly I don't know if this is going to work or not. It was just the only thing we had left. Right. Well, it's good that you planned for either outcome, okay? That lets me know that you're not blinded either by hubris and you're not bogged down in, um, you know, the idea of your own death. So, like, you got a good good um, head on your shoulders. Good, good for you. Um, not Pete looks at Isabella and is just like, we can use this for sure. I'm not exactly sure what that plan is yet, but I am formulating it as we speak. Uh, uh, not, as, Pete, not Pete so, says as his like goatee twitches. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. And so Isabella turns to uh, the priest and just says, uh, so you keep saying Tatiana and then pointing at my face. What the fuck is the deal with that? And um, he uh, he kind of nods and says, oh, um, yes, this is. Uh, and he, he goes and kind of reveals um, a torn uh, portrait. Um, that uh, is a little bit charred, uh, a little bit shredded, um, but through it is is a face that looks roughly similar to um, Isabella's. Uh, and he says um, there there are rumors that uh, that that Strahd loved this this woman more than anyone, and that he he seeks to find her reincarnated within his realm. Um, the Morning Lord watches over the souls here, but as you may have noticed. Um, some people here are blessed with souls and some people here are just kind of shells going through the motions. Uh, it is truly a dark and horrible realm and Strahd is, is slowly consuming the souls one by one. So soon there, there will be none left. Uh, in any case, um, her soul has likely been reincarnated once, if not many times, or possibly split amongst many people. We're not sure, uh, but we know that he, he searches far and wide for, for people he thinks might, might have the essence of, of his lost love. So hence, uh, the Frank in you, he says to Isabella. Well, this has been surprisingly helpful. Look, Lucy, I'm not going to lie. When we came down, like we just came in to play the organ, really. And then coming down here. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, Isabella here, you know, tickles the keys every now and then. Right. So, Oh, um, yeah, apparently, uh, uh, Tatiana did that. Two and Isabella is like her eyes kind of go wide and like things start clicking for her in a way she really doesn't like. Ooh, I don't like this. Hey, is Izzy? Izzy, hey, you okay? Also, can I call you Izzy? I just thought that would be a cool nickname. Maybe yeah. now's not the time. You're right. Yeah, Sorry. no, you, you you can you can. Uh, I'm just regretting that much popcorn before all these horrible revelations about possibly my true nature <laughs> and the fact that a vampire lord is obsessed with me, yeah. not because of me, but because of some dead chick. Kind of a fucking bummer. And it's just like. So he doesn't even see you for you. That's a point against him. Truly. Right? Like he's constructing an image of like what he thinks you are. And like, that's not cool. That's not cool, bro. He can still have like an act four turn though. (sighs) 
I know, and I live for that. Uh, <laughs> um, not Pete says, um, continue to keep this secret and keep it safe. I don't know why I'm getting all these amazing lines. They're very from, good. Thank right. Like none uh, shall pass down here. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I'm gonna write all of this down one day. It'll be a real there and back again journey. Uh, <laughs> just so, make uh, sure you write a lot of uh, you know extra books that just take all of your your notes and just turn them into novels for some reason. People will really enjoy reading those. I think that's a great idea. And also, am I hearing you right? No women characters, or as few as possible. Oh yeah, as few as as, as absolutely possible. Uh, but if you add any in a movie version, just make sure they they're just part of a love triangle and and have no agency. That'll really turn the critics around. You know what? Maybe I, that's my real call. Anyway, uh, again, like, I'm like, I'm going to put that on the shelf. Um, shelf. Books. I should get those other books. Uh, <laughs> and uh, not Pete. It's like, um, is like, finish your work here. I'll look, maybe I'll do another pass at this body because I feel like I could get the stitching a whole lot better. Um, we will be back. Um, I will tell my compatriots uh, what we have discussed here today, and we will make sure uh, that this, you know, uh, heart of the, what was it again? I should have written this down. Oh, uh, the, the the weapon is the heart of the Morning Lord, but uh, also if, if, you, if you find St. Andrew's bones around anywhere, um, that would be, that'd be pretty great. Do Those you have are, any idea where they could have gone or any clues? Uh, I mean, the, the only, the only person who, who knew they were here, uh, was, was my, my tiny ward, uh, uh, who is, uh, uh, Erwin Martikov. He's a, a, a wee lad of, of eight, um, tiny but he's boy. sure plucky. Um, yeah, he, he knew about it, but I don't think he would steal the bones. But he is plucky. You don't know, uh, you know, when children have pluck, like it could go, uh, it could go either way. Maybe he needs a fourth act redemption arc too. Uh, look, that doesn't matter now. Um, I will make sure, and uh, uh, Pete, uh, not Pete, like just like searches for like a quill or something on him. He's got one, but like there's no paper. So he's just like writing on his hand, like sure. um, the names. Uh, uh, just remind me again what the kid's name was. Uh, it was Erwin uh, Martikov. All right, so not Pete's like Erwin Martikov, Saint. Uh, not Pete just here here's a voice in his own mind that seems like Reginald, as though Reginald were in the room. The question he might ask is a paranoid person. How does Erwin Martikov feel about pie? It's <laughs> a good question, Reginald. I'll just keep writing things down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I don't see. I think I've got everything that I need (laughs) that I need to get here. Uh, And then again, like not, he's just like, why would that pop into my? Oh, hey, Lucy. um, How does Erwin Mardikov feel about pie? Oh, hates it. He's a really picky eater. He only eats rhubarb. It's real strange. That's weird, but good for him. Well, I guess I'll take off now. It's pretty late. Um, once again, keep yourself safe. Make sure no one discovers this. We will find a way to defeat Strahd once and for all. Thank you, we'll get not anywhere. Peter Baelish of the Multitudes. Also, 
Can I ask, how did you get past my super duper lock? I, it's not that super, nor was it that duper. Oh, fiddlesticks, I've been bamboozled again. Oh, Lucy, it, it happens to the best of us. Except for me. <laughs> and then the arm <laughs> falls off and you guys exit. Um, mm. We smash cut back to uh, the uh, Blue Water Inn. Uh, Reginald, you've heard some commotion uh, from Quinny's room next door. So you are, are quickly um, fighting your way out of the My own room. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the Gordian knot you've made of yourself in your house. Is it the morning or is it nighttime? Like, what are we yeah, doing it's, here? It's, um, it's just before dawn. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the so, time you get out. So lunch. can you roll me a strength? Uh, either I'll take uh, athletics or uh, a strength save to try and quickly get out of your bullshit. Craig get past his own trap. That's a, uh, it's a 23. Hey. All right, so you've built in enough fail safes that you're able to like, they, they own, they're only you facing, so like you can like click your arms and legs in a bunch of ways to disarm things. Um, but if anyone was trying to get in, it would be a nightmare. Yeah, um, basically, he just like sweeps all the broken glass spread over the floor into a corner, and then he puts the bed back and like just reassembles a hotel room really quickly, uh, <laughs> and then he goes out. Great. So you um, rush into Quinny's room uh, to find um, Alan like shaking Quinny awake, uh, and uh, Quinny with his sword out pointed at Alan. Okay, uh, this is a bit strange. What's going on with you guys? Uh, it was just uh, for a second. Like, Queenie's like, oh, God, all right. And sort of ways, like, what are you, <laughs> Alan, what the hell are you doing? Uh, it's going to sound weird. Did you just have like a dream about Strahd in which you were dancing with him? Nope. And then nope. maybe got bit by him? Mm-hmm. Alan, take a look at your neck in the about? mirror. Take Take a look at your neck in the mirror. And I'll look over to the mirror and be like, neck, neck. Uh, yeah, you see, you see bite marks. Um, God damn it. See, oh. now don't feel shame. You said shame on the person who got bit. And that's why I said don't victim blame. This one's on Strahd. You didn't just, know. This is the second time I've been bitten in Barovia and I hate it. Wait, <laughs> did you get bitten by a vampire before? That's I just too hold deep. up my crooked finger. Oh, no, that was a witch. That's Different fine. Bog witches are fine. Um, yeah. Reginald, uh, you also, as you you kind of um, catch your own reflection in the mirror, uh, you see that aged look um, that you you saw before, but uh, but worse. Um, you're Ugh. like the skin is is hanging low um, under your eyes. Um, they're they're um, kind of gummy and bloodshot. Um, you've got a long scraggly beard, um, and for some reason the side of your face is burned, uh, and you have a scar across your nose. Oh. <laughs> what are you doing? You've seen uh, vampire just, bites before. Don't be make this weirder for me. No, I was just looking at myself in the mirror. Sorry, it's a me what? thing. I, <laughs> I'm struggling with some dysmorphia, okay? This is not a, I don't need to go into this. I look to see if I can see him in the mirror. Just like if it's the mirror that's making both of us feel super weird or if No, it's, he's just a, he's just like smi- like looking back at his own handsome self in the mirror. Okay. His own handsome non missing eye, non slashed nose face. Just when I thought the complexes with this guy, when we kind of knew them all, there's there's another one. Um, shit. All right. Uh, oh, kind wait, of wait. weirdly serendipitous. I asked you last night, definitely before I had two new holes in my neck, 
how many, what's the transition period from not vampire to vampire after getting bitten? And you said it takes three bites? Three bites. You're a vampire. You got an extra gorget kicking around? Or, or is that just the only one? I'd I mean, that's, armor. that's the only one. We really need some, like, weapons or stuff that'll keep him away or something. Uh, Quinny we'll does what find he can that. with what he's got. He just Alan, his collar. Just like, can you uh, uh, roll me do. a perception check, please? Yeah. 16. Um, as they're they're talking, um, you, and quabbling over who gets the neck guard, <laughs> you um, see uh, a figure face down um, in the bushes you were hiding in um, outside. Um, you can just see kind of like a, a body tucked away inside those bushes that you saw in your dream. What? Um, I, I would like to... Um... I, I just like to teleport their uh, benign transposition uh, just so I can get, th- get there quickly and ready to misty step back immediately if it's anything So uh, benign transposition means that you just travel to a place or you have to swap with something? No, I can travel to a place or swap. Uh, so. okay. I, I thought for a second you would <laughs> just double body. Corpse would drop <laughs> yeah. That's also what I was imagining. Yeah. And I won't, it has to be a it. willing creature. Can a corpse be willing? Uh, corpses <laughs> can't give consent. Um, Listen, Alan, what do you think? Part. Turns, there's like a nightcrawler poof <laughs> and she's gone and he's like, wait, where the hell's not Peter Baelish? Uh, they just cut outside. Uh, um, Alan, uh, you uh, approach a figure who is wearing um, sort of uh, green traveling clothes um has long silver hair um and a uh just seems quite familiar um as you push it over um you realize you're staring at yourself i kind of nudge it with my shoe like is this real uh it feels real passes the shoe nudge test what the shit all right can i like basically grab it by the arms and like drag it upstairs to show the guys sure so uh you grab the body and you begin to drag it um as soon as you move the arms fall off um and uh there's um just kind of um an ooze of blood uh out of the uh the sides of the body uh you take three solid steps before you realize that the body's not coming with you and you look back and you realize you're just holding um rapidly rotting arms um and I just kind of, kind of, like, cut my hands, and I drop the arms. <laughs> and I cut my hands, like, up to the window, be like, Quinny! Reginald! And you need to see something quickly! Wait, don't open the window. It could be the vampire. It got you to go outside, right? I bet it did that. Yeah, it's, I, I don't want to no, dance no. with you. Oh, no, see, okay. That's, she said I was dancing. So I'm going to okay, open vampire the vampire wants to dance, okay. Uh, Quinn, you don't remember anything about that dream, uh, so you're you're not sure. But uh, well, but she did mention right. dancing. Is she did. Yep, I'm going off. Of uh, so you raise the crossbow. Um, you see um, Alan um, holding or standing over two sticks, and there's like a pile of sticks nearby um, so with some like, like ribbons and stuff that have blown into it. What? What is it? It's me. It's a fucking yeah. rotting corpse of me. I see you. Where? Uh, what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I hold up like the two. What I think are rotting rotting arms. Yeah, uh, flesh and muscle are sort of sloughing off onto your your arms arms and and, uh, kind of filling your nostrils Mm -hmm. with a truly horrific scent. Do you think think she's sleepwalking? Because if she's sleepwalking, you're not supposed to wake people up. I think this is more special than sleepwalking. If she was, 
I don't know. She came into my room and told me I'd been bitten by a vampire, and lo and behold, vampire bite. So you think the sticks are a corpse? I don't know. Where's the corpse, Alan? <laughs> I'm all, literally, the arms are decaying in my arms. Oh, no, boy, Alan, no this is bad news. Those are just sticks. Those what? are just sticks in your head. If I could, I'm just if gonna, I could like, capture out the window and like just drop into the street and, and approach her. <laughs> sure. Um, uh, as you do, Alan, you're you're watching like uh, in one of those like weird fast motion decay videos. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, of of your own body, um, but uh, just before the uh, the face melts, um, both the eyes look to you, and the mouth just says, "See you soon, Alan." Uh, and then it, it melts. I, I come. Quinn, you arrive to just a pile of sticks. There's yeah. there's some ribbons I take a in stick it. Out of her hand, and I just snap it over my knee. I was like, "Do you do you see this?" This is <laughs> he's holding two parts of an arm. <laughs> I I see. A decayed arm. All right, Alan. And you that just watch pile like, of like decayed shit right a, there. Okay, so one of us giant man climb out of a first story and window. It's like, See you soon. <laughs> and this is fucking messed up. And I want to so kill Strahd one as of soon us, as possible. One of us isn't seeing things right. Either I am holding a dead person's arm, or yeah, mine. I'm holding a stick. Okay. That's the two perspectives we've got right now. And I don't know which is which, so I'm not going to, like, do taste I look- test the stick or anything. But she'll just, like, raise it. Do I look like a spooky old man whose face is melting off with a cut across his nose and some weird shit? What? Just no. answer the question. Do no. I look like no. that? Okay, then I'm seeing things wrong in mirrors, and Alan, you're seeing things wrong. Uh, it's just sticks. Shit. Uh, which is when not Peter Baelish and Isabella return. Hey, oh. <laughs> What's up, P? Guys. What's up, Big P? Oh, my God. Um. <laughs> uh, thank you. Uh, guys, oh, we have had just the craziest <laughs> night. Oh, my okay, God. why don't we take really? this back inside? Everybody through the window. Uh, <laughs> what? So what? just awkwardly Climb comes up. back in. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm just going to take the stairs. <laughs> Yeah, the, the bartender's like, please tell your friends they're responsible for any wall-based climbing damages. I understand one of them in particular has real-life experience with this. Jeez, bartenders do know everything. Uh, so, uh, yeah, not Pete uh, meets them back upstairs um, and is just like, okay, so we went, we, uh, Isabella and I, um, Broke into a church to go play the organ, obviously, because that's what friends do. We found this priest guy making this, like, marionette corpse of Isabella. And his mark is like, what? what? How dare he? I shall burn it. Burn the okay. church to the ground. Did, did you find out, like, why and what else was going on? Because that feels like something that I'm hoping you found out. Oh, no, absolutely. I got a whole backstory and everything. And <laughs> okay, good. I'll tell it to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, not Pete, you fill them in on um, on your kind of adventures of the evening. Um, similarly, okay, so you all fill. Okay, yeah, we'll deal with this first. Then you can fill. Not oh, no. Pete in on. Oh no, if that's days. there, I was like, okay. So, do you have g- give us the sun bomb? We've got that now, so we can use that against Strahd. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's still in the corpse uh, with with the priest. Uh, Lucy seemed like what? a pretty trustworthy guy, so. Uh, <laughs> just stunned silence. <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. So the bomb is there, and, and the bones are with some kid who hates yeah. pie. 
And he's plucky. <laughs> okay, so that's probably the kid we saw running across the street yelling no pie, right? Did you describe that kid to make sure that that was the kid for the for the priest? I did what I thought was necessary. <laughs> and I, uh, you know, if you wanted to ask questions, you should have been there. But, you know, you weren't. You weren't. Don't shut up. Every, stop looking at me. <laughs> All right, so right now we don't have a bomb. We don't know if what we need is in the woods, and our plan is for you to play songs outside. You know, when you say it in that tone of voice, it doesn't sound like a very good plan or like there's more that I personally could have done. And I I don't, I don't need you putting that on my shoulders right now, okay? You know what, I'm going through a lot of stuff right now, and I don't need this attitude from you. I just... Uh, and no, it's like, I just, you know what? I need some fresh air. You know, I just, I need to, I'm, I'm just sick of being judged. So not Pete, as you storm out, um, you smell um, just a, a light scent of, of wood burning in the air. And uh, it's honestly, it's very nice. Uh, it's like a campfire smell. Um, it's very nice. And then as you take a few more steps, um, you can see the flames in the distance uh, and they're engulfing the church. Oh. Did Ismark just go and do that thing he said he was going to do? No, Ismark gets outside and he's like, fuck! That's my plan. I'm the hero of this story. Ismark the Greater. Okay. Fuck you, church. All right. Uh, if any of the, if Ismark's seen it and is yelling, then I imagine we all know. Reginald is sprinting towards that church at yeah. the top speed he can manage. Alan's uh, right there on his heels. When he's just running and yelling, does everyone see a burning church? We're going to need group consensus on a lot of sensory input from now on. Yeah, it's burning. It's burning. Smells are real, I think. Um, I told so, him to keep it secret and keep it safe. I just thought, I thought that was enough. I mean, it's such a cool line. Well, if he hadn't fucked up the you shall not pass line, maybe he would have been safe. But um, he only watched the Hobbit movie, so he was truly damned. Um, as you uh, as you rush through the streets, uh, again, just dawn almost breaking on the horizon. Um, as you approach the church, uh, you can actually see Lucy um, uh, sort of like strapped to the uh, the sun icon. Um, and uh, he's been like badly slashed up um, and is, is kind of like hanging there um, and uh, watching the church burn um, in his trademark... Uh, Arctic Parka is the one, the only, the notorious Strahd von Zerovich. Like how uh, nice is the parka? It's very nice. It's oh, it's shit, like if uh, if two um, Canada goose parkas fucked and had like a more ethically sound baby that didn't cost as much, like that nice. <laughs> oh. Um, and he he just turns and like puts up his um, snow goggles um, and uh, smiles at Isabella and just says, ah. My love, you have returned. Truly, this is a glorious night. See what I did with the church? I think it's quite an improvement. I'm Listen. fucking sick of this guy. <laughs> I shoot him with my crossbow. <laughs> okay, uh, roll. <laughs> 13. Say 13? Yeah, one three. <laughs> enough it's definitely enough yeah it's definitely okay um the uh yeah the um arrow flies through the air um and uh he just like plucks it 
out of the air in front of his face um and uh just like kind of like feels the weight of it he's like nice this would be tremendously good for the seal hunts i must say you'll have to tell me what the brand is later this is this is excellent and he throws it to one side um and then he begins to walk uh towards isabella with a, a cruel grin on his face um not pete uh you can you roll me a perception check yes i can uh, Isabella is also like vaguely enraptured. Like her, the, the her sword is kind of like at her side, and she's kind of like shaking her head, trying to keep her her shit together. But uh, she's clearly having a hard time. Uh, I got a seventeen. Seventeen. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, you uh, you notice all of this happening. Obviously, um, you're kind of uh, you know that that like little part of your brain that you don't really ever want to acknowledge is like a little bit bummed that like he hasn't said anything to you yet, but like maybe he's just nagging you. Like maybe this is just a tactic. That's probably what it could be. Um, I mean, you know, yeah, using that kind of like that's um, it's not circuitous, but just unnecessarily like winding logic to be like, well, you know what? Actually, it could be this. Yes, no, I'm very. And like you also want to be like happy for Isabella, but also like this also seems kind of weird. And like there, there's a lot going on. Yeah, um, there's a lot. But um, you also notice uh, a form um, beginning to emerge uh, from the church. And I think just for for narrative's sake, um, like uh, Reginald, you're just like pumping crossbow bolts into him, and he's just like again like batting them aside, but just visually so it isn't like I fired once, and I'm like, well. That's the ball game. Um, having uh, died in a lot of horror games, just like being like, fuck you, nemesis, blah, 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 blah. Um, I assume, unless Reginald is the type. walking out of the church. Sorry? I'm just saying the sun bomb is walking out of the church right towards us. You did not notice it. To help us. Yeah, also, we don't know what's only Only not Pete Shut up, I know, I'm metagaming. Right, I was going to say, Reginald would probably have taken one shot, and if Strahd could catch it, he just stole that crossbow okay. and be like, "Sorry, couldn't help myself." Like, just great. Fair right, this is Isabella. You like her, don't you? <laughs> you just throw focus directly away from himself. Oh my God. <laughs> Understood. Yeah, oh my God. that all tracks. Um, so yes, the uh, the golem is is um, emerging from the the flaming church. Uh, and not Pete. Looking up, um, you can see that uh, even though he's clearly bleeding to death. Um, Lucy is manipulating the uh, the wooden figurine uh, to make it walk. And I just like, I, I lock eyes with Lucy very quickly and just kind of give him like just the most meaning filled, like, like just look. I want to do a thumbs up, but I'm like, maybe not a good idea. But I'm just like, Lucy, damn it, you came through. Um. So and you realize you need to keep Strahd's attention away from his uh, naked and possible wife. If there is anything not Pete is good at, and he's good at a few things, but he's very good at demanding attention from mm. all those around him. So not Pete um, uh, quickly stands in front of um, Isabella and is just like, you know what, Strahd? I get it. You know what? I get it. She's, she's, she, you know, she's beautiful. She's super cool. But have you considered maybe kind of like an open thing? Uh, I mean, but thought it crossed my mind. Of, right? Of course. But uh, you must understand, um, random sir, that uh, I have very particular tastes. That's my name to you? Random 
Sir? Well, what is your actual name? We haven't been introduced. You're right. We haven't been properly introduced. And not Pete kind of like gently like um, kind of like walks his fingers down like Strahd's chest and then um, to take his hand to shake it kind of um, gently trails his fingers like down his wrist and like in a firm but gentle but firm but sensual but firm handshake. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, He says, I'm and in this like growly whisper like not Peter Baelish and like gives like this winning kind of like Wink. Cool. Can Tom. you roll me a charisma? I was going to say, from the side, how close is this staggering, burning person? Uh, it's it's getting there. It's it's almost to him. Cool. Reginald is busy talking surrender quietly from the side, uh, and behind his back, we'll see how this role plays out. But he's gonna he's gonna do something because he's got a power that he can use. If it'll okay. count. Uh, in the meantime, not Pete. Uh, can you? You're roll rolling me? charisma, right? Yeah, just a straight charisma uh, plus your modifier, please. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, great. Um, so he uh, he kind of like looks at you, and um, I'm kind of imagining like if uh, not necessarily visually, but um, in terms of uh, his bearing, uh, very much like a like a John Ham handshake just kind of like hmm, okay um that's it's uh nice to meet you not peter baelish um if you wouldn't mind though and he just like pushes you aside um and then he leans forward and, and takes isabella's hand Ooh. oh oh okay him? okay you know what you know what not peter baelish is like yes um knowing that this is like part of like okay i've got to get him away from this isabella and distract him but now okay Let's go full Jersey Shore here. And I'm just like, is this really like my man is going to act this way? Really? Um, and with and- the perfect distraction, Reginald will slash his his palm open behind his back, which cost me a hemocraft die to amplify this curse. Uh, none of those words make sense to me, but OK. Huh? Uh, basically, I have to use uh, because he's a blood hunter. Uh, technically sworn to defeat monsters, but he actually just became a blood hunter so that he didn't have to become a cleric. <laughs> because <laughs> meta backstory that no one in the game knows, but it's true. Because generally speaking, holding religious icons burns him. Uh, he, oh. he slashes open his palm uh, and he casts Blood Curse of the Fallen Puppet. So if there is someone who falls to zero HP, which I imagine might be a golem uh, that is on fire, mm-hmm. um, they can immediately they move half their speed and it grants a bonus to their attack against a creature of my choosing of my intelligence modifier. So all right, golem so the, teleports forwards and has plus three to the attack forward, and damage. Um, grasping uh, and just like imp throws uh, her arms around um, Strahd, um, who just like feels his his cool down parka start to burn, um, and he turns and just sees the face and he says, "Tatiana," and then he looks between her and Isabella and him, and he starts doing like the Knight the Roxbury, like pointing between the two of them to him. <laughs> And uh, he says to um, Not Pete, he's like, actually, that open thing might work out in my favor. (laughs) And Not Not Pete, Pete, say say? the words. What? (laughs) Sunrise, sunset, baby. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Uh, And with that, um, uh, the uh, Isabella Gollum bursts in a blast of radiant sunlight. 
Um, and as the the light of of the sun just like erupts out of this <laughs> walking corpse, um, all of you are momentarily blinded. Um, but the last thing you think you see uh, before the light uh, fills your vision is Strahd von Zarevich being blown into pieces. Um, a jawbone bounces off your forehead, not Pete, and then you're all blinded and blackout. And, and it's what, just like the last thought is like, ah, it's so chiseled, that jawbone. <laughs> this episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, our special guest, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at DelBorovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Olin Anderson, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lorda Bradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Greetings, I'm Bernard. And I'm Magenta. You might know us from such hit podcasts as Madame Magenta, Sonus Mystica. Horror anthology Magenta Presents. Or season three of Mockery Manor. We're everywhere. And we're spreading faster than an STD in an old folks' home, because now we have a brand new podcast. Wham! Wham! It's a fun acronym that stands for We Have a Movie. Oh, it's not just an acronym, Bernard. It's not? It's a chat podcast where we invent smash hit Hollywood movies based on popular toys. If you like the Barbie movie and you want to see similar treatments of your favourite childhood toys, I'll wager you'll like Wham! With episodes on Polly Pocket, Rubik's Cube, Game Boy, Strawberry Shortcake, Furby, Connect Four, and lots of other nostalgia bait. But it's not just for adults who still like toys. It's a podcast for anyone who loves Hollywood tropes and comedy. And quantum mechanics. And BDSM. Wham! has something for everyone, but is still specifically about movies. That's Wham! W-H-A-M. You know, like when Batman punches someone. Yes. Adam West. That Batman. Exactly. Not the Christopher Nolan one. No. Download it anywhere you listen to podcasts. That's what the world needs, another movie podcast. Was that clear? Maybe I shouldn't have mentioned quantum mechanics. Mm.